Well, we know that the Northern Territory Police said they'd last night surge 40 additional officers into Alice Springs to support local police to address the crime and antisocial behaviour issue in the town. The move followed the latest incident on Tuesday night which saw two stolen cars driving dangerously around the CBD. The Police Commissioner, Jamie Chalker, came out to make this announcement yesterday and confirmed that one of those stolen cars attempted to ram a police vehicle which was forced to take evasive action to avoid a collision. As we all know, this is the third incident of this type involving stolen vehicles in Alice Springs in the past fortnight. Now joining me on the line is the independent member for Araluan, Robin Lamley. Good morning to you, Robin. Good morning, Katie. Robin, the move to bring 40 additional police to Alice, it does follow calls yesterday for the AFP to step in to assist from some people. Are these 40 officers going to be enough to quell the issues being experienced at the moment? Well, Katie, I think what we're seeing on the streets of Alice Springs is a profound, if not complete, disintegration of law and order. So to put 40 to 45 police extra police on the streets of Alice Springs for a few weeks is not going to make a massive difference. Uh, might make a little bit of a difference. I was pleased to hear that the government has finally come to the conclusion that they have to do something more. That was a good signal. But you're talking about years of neglect by the government in terms of responding to the disintegration of law and order in Alice Springs. Uh, so this um, a reaction is not going to be enough to turn it around. And that's what people need. We need a long-term plan, Katie. Robin, um, do you think that what the government's announced so far in terms of the, the social order response team and, uh, and you know, trying to find locations to, to get young people off the street and somewhere safe at night uh, amongst some other parental responsibility plans and, and that type of thing, do you think that that goes far enough? Um, well, it, it could, but don't forget, Katie, they've been talking about identifying children on the streets of Alice Springs at night as child protection cases for probably two months now, and we're still hearing that they're planning it, uh, that they're trying to work it out. Um, if, uh, if anyone else was in government with a little bit more motivation and energy, you could, um, you could uh, introduce those uh, sort of initiatives tonight. The legislation is there. It's a child protection um, uh, initiative. Uh, the, everything's in place to, uh, to, to make that happen immediately. If they're looking for somewhere to put the kids, there are places now, today, that they could use temporarily. Uh, we're still getting the runaround, Katie. Um, if it was happening in Darwin, you would get a totally different response. But down in Alice Springs, wah, 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 I'm sure people are listening thinking, here she goes again. But it is different how we are treated down there. Uh, we get a lot of talk and very little action. And now it's apparently up to the police to come in and try and fix this problem that uh, has been festering and deteriorating for a very, very long time. And it's, it's probably very unfair on the police to have to do that. I know it's their job, but what are they meant to, to do differently? There are no extra tools that the government's given them. They, they, there's no change in policy or direction. Just putting more police on the streets will help temporarily because they're only going to be temporarily yep. there, the extra police. It's not turning the ship around and don't forget we're not even in summer yet summer's uh next week 
um, things tend to deteriorate even more as summer goes on. So you're talking about those very long, hot months of yeah. January, February, and even into March in Alice Springs, in which uh, where uh, it's been indicated that these extra police won't be around for. So it's uh, it's mm. good to hear that the government's been forced into doing something, but we need a bigger and better plan. Robin, yesterday in Parliament, you put a question to the Chief Minister, uh, which you'd received from a young mum in Alice Springs. Can you tell me about that? So this um, this young woman texted me. I, I don't know who she is. I'll find out when I go home. But she texted me saying that she had has a five-day-old baby and she's anxious and worried that people will get killed in Alice Springs with the, the dangerous driving and antisocial behaviour. So I, I read that uh, the uh, the text message she sent to me directly um, in uh, to the uh, the Chief Minister asking her to respond and she mm. immediately went on to tell us how she's putting an extra 40 police on the on the streets of Alice Springs from t- uh, last night. Um, you know, I thought do you I'd think, a Robin, different reaction. Do you reckon that question, you know, from a young mum to you, do you think that reflects how the community is feeling at the moment? You know, that, that you've got somebody who's obviously at home with their baby um, and they are worried about their safety. Definitely, Katie. And, and this, this young woman's not alone, but I thought she captured it really well. She's just uh, probably, um, you know, after having a baby, you're feeling extremely vulnerable anyway um life has changed and uh you've gone through a fairly traumatic experience um she is worried about her safety and the safety of the community and the safety of her baby and i i just thought i would have got a slightly different response from the chief minister to that question but um she uh rolled out the usual uh any crime is is too much and um we're putting more police on the ground but what i really wanted to hear from the chief minister was um, what what those police will be doing that's different mm. to what we're seeing now, and and a bit more of a commitment to um, to taking a, a crisis response to what has been an, a seriously escalating crisis in Central Australia for years. It's um uh, look, I you know I can't believe the way that uh, you know the way that some of these young people or, or people in Alice Springs are behaving at the moment. I mean, we saw it in Catherine as well. I don't know why it's so surprising to me because I guess we've seen uh, some of this behaviour escalating over time. But to see a situation where you've got cars being driven through the streets, stolen vehicles, at police cars, it is it is really shocking stuff and I just hope that we don't get to the point where we are desensitised to just how shocking it is. I, I don't think we've got to that point yet in Alice Springs because it seems to get worse every day and every week. But can I just go back to the fact that a few months ago the Northern Territory Labor government turned on the grog to 400 communities, outstations and town camps across the Northern Territory. Now, the police are saying that that has had a profound impact uh, on the community. They, They are saying that they anecdotally are seeing an increase in alcohol consumption, a staggering increase in domestic violence and an increase in kids on the street that are being abused and neglected. Now, this is what the Northern Territory government need to take ownership of. They have created an almighty 
social problem that is completely out of control. They are not taking responsibility for it. They have done things over the six years they've been in government that are almost irreversible. So for them to throw 40 extra police on the streets of Alice Springs for two, three, four weeks at the most and think that that's the solution, they are completely deluded, Katie. We need, uh, uh, we need help. We need outside help, whether it's from the, uh, the army or the armed forces or whether it's like the, 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 how the government uh, sought a budget repair uh, paper from someone externally. We need a law and order repair strategy for the whole of the Northern Territory because I can assure you things are going to get worse. You increase the age of criminal responsibility and you can guarantee things are going to get worse. So Robin, you are calling on the Northern Territory Government. You're calling for a law and order repair strategy for the Northern Territory. Um, Look, I actually think that you're going to get quite a bit of support from the community on this, not only in Alice Springs, but I reckon right across the board, people have had enough. Well, if they can do it for the budget, they're in government for less than two years and they sought the assistance of Langeland, a Western Australia former Treasury executive, who came in and, and, and did a paper uh, giving them a roadmap of how to get out of the budgetary problems that they created for themselves within the first two years of being in government. They need to do the same for law and order. We need a roadmap of how we're going to get out of this terrible position that they've put every single Territorian in. And for people in Darwin who are listening this morning, uh, you can be assured that it's coming your way. It's bad in Alice Springs. It's terrible in Alice Springs. It's getting worse up here. And I can guarantee you it will get worse right across the Northern Territory because this government has no idea how to pull it into line. We need help. They need help. Robin, what kind of person or who do you think could conduct such a repair strategy? Look, um, there's places all around the world that have gone through dire times when it comes to law and order. I mean, I'm not saying we need to go as far as New York, but remember New York used to be a place where uh, you couldn't even step out onto the street without having a gun pointed at you. They turned it around. There are people right across the globe that have uh, the expertise and the experience to help us. I know it's peculiar to uh, Australia that we have... Um, you know, a, a sadly disadvantaged population, mainly Aboriginal people that seem to, um, <laughs> despite all the best of intentions, seem to get um, uh, less and less in terms of um, a voice and, and recognition and, and the fact that, you know, the policies like turning on the grog throughout, you know, extensive parts of the territory that were dry for 15 years. I mean, what the hell was that about? You know, that, things like that just lead to more and more misery and heartache, devastation and more generational disadvantage. Yet this government seems to think it's everyone else's fault, bar theirs. They've been in government for more than six years. They've been in government, Labor's been in government for about 17 out of the last 20 years. And yet they still point the finger at the CLP and everyone else who's around the place. They need to step up and take ownership and and work out a plan for how we're going to get out of this. Because as I said, I, I am very pessimistic about the future. I think things are going to get a whole lot worse before they get better. And under this government, I hear nothing that makes me feel 
any ounce of uh, optimism or, or, or hope that they even understand just how severe the problem is in places like Alice Springs. Robin Lambley, we always appreciate your time. Thank you very much for joining us on the show this morning. My pleasure, Katie. Thank you.